This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey, Pat. Yes, Joseph. Friday, the governor announced gleefully Yes. They were going to have a state fair. I saw that. Okay. Then I want 20,000 people at a Twins game and 9,000 people at a Wild game. And tell me why we can't. Uh, and apparently we're not going to allow that at least for the rest of this month or what? I don't know. But why I not? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Though. You can space out. 20,000 people at Target Field as easily as you can space out 10. And you can space out 9,000 people, which is only half attendance at XL, as easily as you can space out three. Now they got the most exciting team they've ever had. They're going to be in the playoffs. And you're going to tell me you're going to still limit it to 3,000 people? I... But here's the deal. He's also going to say they're doing that because it's August and they expect things to get better, blah, blah, blah. But you're right. I mean, there's no reason to not increase it. And I think they are anticipating an increase, but it's not. I, I know that the Twins, I think I saw, were selling these tickets for the rest of the month, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think by playoff time, the Wild will be allowed to have a half a capacity. But that's about eight days it, away. Yeah, I know it's pretty close, but uh, they're gonna. I, I, I would guess something's gonna happen here. I, w- I would think. So speaking of the Wild, Judd today was trying to convince me that there's a contender for Kaprizov to be Rookie of the Year. That there's some guy in Dallas. Yep. There cannot be. A competitor for this guy to be rookie of the year. I agree. He has come in and taken a team with mediocre expectations and turned them in to a contender. Uh, you know, they could still finish first in the toughest division in the league. They're only six points behind, and they got Vegas here a couple of times. They got Vegas tonight. And they got him again after that, right? Right, it, too? right. And... The guy in Dallas took a team that was in the Stanley Cup Finals last year, and they're not going to make the playoffs. Okay, How in the hell can this be a competition? Judd is losing his mind. Kaprizov (laughs) should be unanimous. Mm -hmm. He should be unanimous. I mean, hell, he should be one of the three finalists for MVP, whatever they call that award. He could break his leg tonight, and he should still win it all. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, well, maybe not the, the MVP, but certainly the uh, Rookie of the Year, for God's mm-hmm. sakes. He's, Don't break your he, leg, by the way. He has transformed a franchise. Yes. Mm-hmm. What more would you want out of any athlete? Yeah, how take, bad do you feel for Leopold? I I kind of feel for the guy. Yeah, he's up he there every night paper. in anguish and yeah. just suffering to beat hell all the time. Don't talk to not, him during the not game. Not making his money. Right. And now here he's got the best team he's ever had, and they're limited to 3,000 people. And is he still on Herbie's? I don't I'm, know. I would imagine, so I don't know why not. He's got that lawsuit coming up facing him, too, probably. That's a bad one. That's a bad deal. That is a bad deal. But wouldn't that just be like Minnesota sports, though, for the the, the Wild to win win the cup? cup? And and everybody else, Detroit, and everybody else would be like, yeah, 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 but that was the bad year. Last year was worse because the – they're in the bubble. They won it in the bubble yeah. last year yeah, with uh, yeah. teams, but no, they'll they'll let people in, but they won't they won't let them fill it because it's one one thing is they're paranoid about the indoors the part of it. So I don't know. It's uh, I. They're fun to watch. I think that uh, we should have one little section that you know let. You got to have proof of vaccination, right? And if you're not vaccinated, then you can all go sit together in one corner, right? The people who aren't vaccinated, <laughs> kind of like a leopard. You, yeah, you kind of you kind of put them up there. You're in leopard's up, row. Up there, top deck, <laughs> over here in the corner. And there's no spacing. Don't worry. We don't need spacing. And we could get sponsorships. Here's the the Liney Leopard Corner. You know, the Liney's Lodge Leopard Corner. And yeah, not Leopard, Chris. It's not Leopard. That's an animal. Leopard. That's that's the other thing is you would have to pay a surcharge before you get there for beer and food, and then it would just be left up there, yes, right? Yes, it would just right. Be, yeah, like a buffet table. <laughs> yeah, it would be just, no, just kind of left in the aisle. Right. Yeah, could, yeah. And uh, you could take I'm your I'm going to be in 17A. And, and, have yeah. that beer ready for me. I'll be <laughs> yeah, there by right. 5. Yeah. I'd like to be the guy that got, got the opportunity to sit next to the mayor at an indoor <laughs> sporting event. What are you doing Ooh. so close to me? He was Wait always on me. the aisle. He was always on the aisle, and it was way up high, so he had a good <laughs> escape route. I, I told you, my my reports are that the uh, the X leads the league in Nazis for uh, mask Nazis. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. I hear they got them at Target Field, though, too. They do have them. They do yeah. have them, but it's not. They uh, yeah. Somebody, a friend of mine, was at the game the other day, and he, they said they go through. He says, "Here's what you got to do: buy a pretzel." Just hold your pretzel. Hold it. Just hold your pretzel like you're getting ready to eat the pretzel, and then you can have the mask now. That's so, what I did at the Padres yeah. game. Like, nope, it's going to take another drink here. <laughs> so you get yourself a, a beer and a pretzel, and you, you pretty much, you, then you can have it off your nose. You know, yep. you know what? Uh, your last year during the COVID, uh, Matthew was at one of those office sharing space mm-hmm. spaces for work. And they were mask Nazis. Okay. They were the, him and his partner were the only two in the building. And you had to wear your mask. And so they would come around on the rounds. So he did. He had a pretzel bag, the same bag. And every time he heard the door open, he Trigger. would ruffle the bag. So he, didn't have to have he had the same pretzel bag there the entire day. That's oh right. You got to have the food. But, right. uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – come on, let's let's – Let's roll the let's go let's here. Take let's go here. here. Let's take let's, them let's go here. here. Let's go here. Come on. Let's 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 you know the rest of the country's doing it. Wisconsin is maskless. They basically it's no holds barred, mm-hmm. and they're still kicking our butt. Uh, Should we be enthused about the twins? 
Or are they too all over the map to figure yeah, out we yet? We haven't figured them out yet. No, uh, yeah. Well, what the big problem here, Joe, is the Kirilov kid. He can hit. There's yeah. he's going to hit. He's it's a beautiful swing. Is he the first baseman going forward? Well, there's your problem. Uh, big Tubby's coming back this week, and you can't <laughs> you can't write him off. So what are you going to do? Here's the trouble. He comes back. You got to put him at first because there's no place else you can put him. And then you put Kirilov in left, and you're weaker in two positions. Right. Because Kirilov's a very mediocre left fielder. And in fact, the first game I saw him out there, he was below mediocre. Yes. They were pop ups dropping in front of him. And and then Snow's just a subpar first baseman. What and, about DA? Can he DH or is well, that out of Nelson, Nelson Cruz. Cruz, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shut me, me down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard some guys talking yesterday, maybe a place to know against lefties. He was terrible against lefties last year. And then figure it out some way. But can you really, you think that's going to cure this big lug, not getting at bats? You know, I mean, I don't know what you do with him. I, I, I'm working the phones trying to move him, but. What are you going to get for him? Are you playing general manager? Yeah, I'm going. I'm calling Miami. Miami. Okay. Miami had a fairly decent year last year. They need some clout. Uh, they got that Max Meyer kid that they drafted from the Twins a couple of years ago. Gophers. Gophers, excuse me. And uh, they could make you a little. They might take him and uh, give you, a, you know, at least one or two prospects for him, or one guy who can pitch for you some now, and then another guy. Uh, I think I'd move them, but I, I, I don't know if they'll if they feel like they can do that yet. I think they they see a little sign that Garver's waking up with some of the things they did with him, so they might think they can do it with Miguel. But who's I, the? Uh, who's I don't the, know if at three hundred he's ever going to hit again. Who's the uh, the catcher they called up? Uh, My guy Ben Rugvit. He had a great quote. I think because I was listening to the pregame show, I can't remember which day it was, but uh, I forget who was in. It must have been Atterbury was interviewing mm-hmm. him, and he said, "You know, the Kansas City, they, you know, they're known for their running game. They like to run a lot." He goes, "Good." <laughs> I thought, "Wow, that's great." <laughs> yeah, because that's what he is—a catch and throw. Oh, guy. apparently he's he has a missile for an arm. Yeah, yeah I, I did a piece on him in spring training, but uh, he's—I uh, yeah, think he's he, been looking good. He's, you know, but they were trying to get him to change and become more of a power hitter and, you know, Launch lift angle. the ball and oh, yeah. hit the ball to right field. And I saw his first hit was a doink of all time to the left side. <laughs> now that he's up in the big league, he's a doinker, you know. Yep. But he's a second-round draft choice out of high school in somewhere in Wisconsin. Okay. And he's uh, he's only like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, he's an old-time catcher. He's uh, But he's, you know, poor Jeffers. He's still their future, but they had to get him somewhere where he can – get some at-bats and try to hit 250 or something. Right. Joe, batting average is an MLB. The Detroit Tigers team batting average, 195. Wow! You got six Wait. teams under 220. Wow. Nobody can hit. Wow. Uh, they got a, we got a crisis. The Twins are 244, and I think they're eighth in the big league. Is this because wow. of the, the, the shifts and everything like that, or is this a I philosophy? Think it's pitching. No, I think it's pitching. I think it's you can take all this technology, all this you know physics and everything, and you can improve pitching. But you don't improve hitting. I mean, you don't you don't make by making a few little changes. You don't change whether a guy can hit or not. Mm. I mean, hitting is pitching. They can 
take your stuff and refine it and tell you which pitch works, you know, has the best, you know, movement for you and all that stuff. They can make pitchers better. They don't make hitters any better. Meaning what? That they they want... Okay, you can't see the ball better. That's your eyes are your no, eyes. But it's uh, you know, but okay, yeah, well, you're you know, you're a you're you've pitched for 5 years. Yep. And you've thrown a mix of change-ups, fastballs, sliders and curveballs. When you throw your slider, they hit 120. Okay. When you throw your fastball, they hit 300. Okay. So you throw your slider, <laughs> Sergio Romo. Yeah, right. quit throwing your yeah, fastball. Yeah, I mean, so they just they have them throwing their pitches that people don't hit, and okay. they throw in the ungodly higher percentage of breaking balls than it used to be by everybody. So then, if you're a hitter, okay, you're pretty much set in your ways. You that's pretty difficult to make that last minute split second. Oh yeah, I have to keep my elbow up, or I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know what they try to tell people, but. I, it's in the big leagues with that ball going so damn fast. How do they make an adjustment? Well, I'll give you an example. Okay. I went out to see ten-year-old Luke Dillon play a baseball <laughs> game go. yesterday, Here we go. and he hit. And there's nothing I could tell him as a hitter, right? Okay. Yep. He actually hit the ball pretty good twice and got on base. Mm-hmm. But then he went out to pitch. Mm. Now last year when he pitched. Somebody asked me if he was my grandson. I remember, and I said, "No, I don't know who that kid is because he walked about eight guys." Out. You, know, you said, denied him. Yeah. Never I denied seen him before in my life. I was like Thomas at the Last Supper yeah. or whatever. Right. No, I, oh, yeah. no, I don't know. In the garden. But yesterday he threw the ball better. That but was then, Peter, by the way. But then, that was Peter, by the way. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought it was, it was Thomas. No, it was Peter in the uh, in that garden. Hey, don't you know Jesus? No, I no, don't. Never know heard. Guy. Never <laughs> heard of the guy. And no. then what did Peter say after that? I can see your house from up here. <laughs> Why did you lure me into that? But he, he was pitching. He was throwing the ball better. But he'd get to two strikes and two, and then he'd get, you know, he'd start aiming and slow his arm down. So I could send him a text and say, "When you stop, you know, you th- you're pitching better, but stop slowing your arm down when you're trying when you feel the pressure of throwing a strike." Look at the catcher's glove and let it go. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the hitter. Don't worry about anything else. And I got the okay, thanks. I don't think he's. Uh, uh, I don't think he's, he's devoted for it. But it. even a guy, you can give pitchers hints. If mm-hmm. you can't hit, you can't hit. Right. right. So I have a question for you. How was the umpiring in that game? The guy was fantastic. Well, good. Because if it was anywhere near the plate, it was a strike. Ah! Yes. Get the kid to hack Nice job, Cyclops. They keep it moving between innings. That's my beef. No, you know what? These guys were in and out like within two minutes. Last year I went to a game and it drove me crazy. It was like five minutes between pitches. Let's go. Well, the reason I ask is uh, I have it on very good authority that umpiring – uh, well, I guess an officiating just across the state is in real trouble. As in, well, no one wants, wants to do it. Nobody wants to do it. Yeah. yeah. No. Because oh, of the parents. And they don't want to get yelled at by Such and Ricey for the game moving too slow. Yeah, I wouldn't man, <laughs> I wouldn't complain about a call, but I'd come, get up, go moving. Let's go Let's here. Let's go here. Let's get, hey, <laughs> kid, come on, while I'm young. Let's base, go. Baseball takes long enough without having five-minute delays. Mm-hmm. It's uh 
It's unbelievable. Let's put it this way. I've become very unwanted at some of these youth games. <laughs> Very unwelcome. <laughs> yes. I can hear people saying, oh, God, he's oh, here. He's yeah. showing up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it is a – I really miss taunting and, and having fun with the you other scene and stuff needle. like yeah. that. I, I've told you guys about – you know, having to relieve myself in a baseball game and, you know, getting hammered and then they couldn't throw strikes and having to come in and the other team basically holding a party in their dugout. <laughs> He's back! He's coming He's back. back! We get to face him again! Yay! You accepted the taunting, you know? I love that. Hell, I remember my old man when we were about 11 over in playing i don't know who iona st columbia or something in a forester game which was a catholic organization this kid was sticking it to us he said you guys better get on him <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon we were yeah your mother wears long underwear and stuff like, you know, <laughs> trying to get them to, none of which would of course be allowed today sports, oh, heavens no. sportsmanship. you can't even sit in the crowd and and jeer what was ours? It's all right. It's okay. You will work for us someday. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> they won't allow that, that anymore. That was St. Yeah. Thomas Academy. Yeah, I thought. yeah that was they, Cretan, that's what they yelled. Yeah. I thought St. Thomas Academy yelled that at Creton. But uh, they pro- that was you'll park our cars. Well, isn't someday, that the great, the famous Mal Scanlon? Yes, he was pregame a- speech. that he comes in and says, "This is your last chance to kick the crap out of these guys. You're going to work for these SOBs <laughs> your whole life. You're going to be parking their cars at <laughs> yeah, functions. Right. You're going to be." <laughs> He said that too at a St. Thomas Academy function. He had had a mic and he said, I just want to thank all the Cretan kids that are out there parking your cars tonight. (laughs) (laughs) How's Malachi doing? Anybody know? Uh, I haven't seen him in a while, uh, but he's doing pretty good. His uh, son-in-law, Danny O'Brien, is doing great at at the Academy coaching football. Yeah, he had a great year. Hey, Joe. Yep. I'm in trouble with the worst parent group there is to be in trouble with. Uh-oh. And oh, you, no. you can confirm this with me, having experienced it. Mm-hmm. The dance crowd. Oh, yeah. Not that's again. A tough crowd. Oh. That's a tough crowd. <laughs> it is a tough, tough crowd. crowd. So last week I was doing a column on Steph Curry being this the greatest shooter ever, and I got Hoffarber, Blake Hoffarber, a great yeah. mm-hmm. shooter, to talk about it. And he's now a young parent uh, married to a gal from Minnetonka who was on the University of Wisconsin dance team. Mm-hmm. Dance team. Yep. You know, and she's a Minnetonka girl. He's a he Hopkins. married a Badger. Wow. He, but, but she's from Minnetonka. They okay. met, and he's from Hopkins. So. Okay, sure. But they got two little girls, you know, three and six months. And so my punchline to him in this conversation was, a lot less basketball, a lot more dance recital in mm-hmm. your future. <laughs> yep. This based on talking to dozens of parent fathers yep. of dancers, including Joe Suchere, yep. who mm-hmm. had to go drink a beer and wait. She was up. number 17 and number 48, <laughs> yeah. so you got some time in between. Yeah. I'll right? tell you what happened. It was about, you know, like number six, and then yeah. you look at the program and you go, oh, Christ. Number <laughs> 52. Right. And that ain't, that ain't an accident, by no, the way. No, it's that not. That is not an no, accident. No. So I went to a local club that I yes, belong right. to, and I sat down and said, I'll have a beer. And the guy looked at me and said, dance recital? I said, yep. Well, there's not, I've, and that, I've heard the same thing from 
a hundred yes. dance fathers, right? Yeah. Yeah. That they when they go to the recital. I got a couple of Twitter responses yesterday from a guy, a, a, a young guy. He said, "I first day of the NCAA, or the first Saturday of the NCAA basketball tournament a couple of years ago." I said, ah, "I'll go." You know, she had a he had a four year old. He said, a four-year-old, he says, I'll go see a couple of quick dances and be out. He says, four hours later, oh. <laughs> that's for a four-year-old. Yeah, they, uh, Why don't they do them like in pockets? Nope. You know, they want you there because they'd all be gone. Everybody yeah. be gone. The costumes cost an arm and a leg, and you do two a year. Yeah. And it's, and, I had two and, and, and another, another, another guy told me his wife, his, his daughter was like done. And for some reason, they were only doing one that day. And no. his, daughter, his wife said, he, he told him, she told him it'd be rude to leave. No Two and a half hours later, I said, rude is underrated <laughs> in that situation. I plan on being rude. You know, it was worse. Sometimes the teachers had to get out there and hoof around and show you they knew how to dance. And that'd kill <laughs> oh, about 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Kill a little more time. Oh, my God. So anyway, long letter. Joe's going like this. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Anyway, I got a couple of emails from outraged mothers oh, yeah. that, oh, that, I'm suggest, okay. that I'm suggesting I'm suggesting that girls are not athletes so they end up being in dance well oh yeah if mom hadn't been a dancer at the University of Wisconsin I wouldn't have made the joke right right in the right. printed day right. I wouldn't have made it but so now there was a long letter to the editor Sunday expressing the same I mean it was like eight paragraphs expressing the same thing and I responded on Twitter, not like to the letter, saying uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I said, you know, okay. But I have to tell you, after talking to a father who's very experienced in this, I will never pass up the opportunity for a dance recital joke. <laughs> well, you that's nothing compared to when you got into it a couple of years ago after going after Lois my gal, gal Lois. You know what? That was a blog. That I was in Florida and just for giggles, <laughs> just for giggles, I wrote this blog. I got there was over a thousand comments on it. You know, do you guys remember the story? Well, Lois, yeah, she was accused of plagiarism. <laughs> right, they were stealing the routine. Stealing. Was it Lakeville? Who Fairview? Oh, no, that's Fairball right. Stole, right, but they stole it from no Utah. Some outfit oh, in Utah. That's right. Some routine. We're spying. Some routine. Some they went Belichick on it. Some yeah. routine that a, a group of had used in Utah okay. to win the state championship, and Lois and they picked it up, but it was damn near identical. And of course, all the suburban schools with hardcore dance, right. mm-hmm. they, they they refused to. What they refuse to acknowledge par- the championship. Participate. I, I think. Yeah, they 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 didn't. They yeah, the medal ceremony. The, they wouldn't stand on the big something. They ignored them, mm-hmm. and, the, and it was like outrage. And you were either for Lois and Fairbow, yes. or against the unsportsman, <laughs> the the very horrible sportsmanship, and the state high school league like suspended the. I think the next year the programs because they cheated the programs could no the the no the, not Fairball they the state high school league backed the the routine the protest had been made about this routine being okay. stolen right not original and the they whatever outfit 
makes the decision had okayed it, but the to the much to the disagreement of at least four of the other teams. Okay. So they then protested it. So I think they were all suspended from competition. But then the pandemic kind of ruined everything. Who would have thought it? dance would be that oh, controversial? Dance is fantastic. Now and isn't I, it just the same thing? I, I will just... say. I will say. I kind of. I didn't go through all the comments, but I scanned through there. And there was over a thousand comments, but it was from like fourteen different people calling each other names. Oh, that's <laughs> their fighting with each other. Back and forth. Yeah. It was but yeah, I'm sure I'm in trouble with the dance recital crowd. Oh, that was again. great. Yeah. yeah. Boy, did we get a good mileage out of that oh, in the Lois. ride with Royce? Lois. Lois. <laughs> Lois, I think, went one more year. And I then believe resigned, she, yeah, she, she, uh, she stepped down. Yep. Just had enough. She huh? stepped down. Yeah. It's tough to live down the accusation. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> of, of being a cheater in dance. Yeah. Uh, I got a buddy who's a dance coach who, who doesn't find my humor that good <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but they, you know, here's the thing. I'm trying to picture you having a buddy who's got who's a dance coach. Well, it's based on other, you know. Yeah, she's a she's a she's part of the Filipino group that I used to watch Pacquiao fights with. And uh, ah, you know, I got okay. yeah, we yeah. we did we'd have watch Pacquiao yes. fights, and she's she's a great gal. But uh, yeah, she's uh, it's uh, but here's the thing. You watch it, and you're there for four hours. Yep. From what I can see, every routine works looks damn near the same, doesn't it? Is it's, there any great difference? When my sister was involved uh, yes. as a kid, we'd go to the gym. Yes. And I'd say, I, wh- it looks just like the other. I didn't <laughs> How know, do they know? How do I they didn't know who was doing better right. than who. Yeah. But, who, the, but the other teams that were there would... Would cheer on a certain sequence. I'm like, what? How is that move different than the one before? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's not like gymnastics where they can like run up. And yeah, if you spill, you know that's bad. Yeah. You flip over and then you land on your back. That's you know, right. that's you can say, well, that isn't. Or as the good. double pump layup. You <laughs> right, know, that's exactly. a thing of beauty. Entertaining, very entertaining. <laughs> when uh, Sophia, my youngest daughter, was in dance in her early years. She couldn't really, you know. Not she like, wanted to go like this, unfortunately. Right. She wanted to elbow the other team out of the way. Well, she didn't really want to follow the routine. She okay. kind of wanted to do a thing. free play. <laughs> but she was so damn cute, they put her in the front, and everybody else is doing in unison, and she's just twirling around like this. We, they just gave up on her because they, uh, the check, the check you know, kept her. I'm glad they did it, but to this day, I keep wondering, what was the point? What was the point? What was I don't know. They get, what was the point? I think they get. I think moms get scammed into it by their buddies, don't they? Oh, the I pressure. Think, yeah. So the, the pressure. scam is buying the two-hour movie. You got to buy the damn movie of oh, the really? recital. The DVD. Oh. Yeah, because you want to see it. What's that cost you? Fifty? Oh, who knows? Forty it's been plus. A long time. <laughs> you get the whole package. Plus the tutus got to cost a it's couple. As much as a Pacquiao yeah. fight. Yeah. Dude, it's a whole new. <laughs> It's a whole new outfit twice they're, a year. They're tough to be in. Boy, they're out there waiting to call you a no-good sexist. I'm right? not. I'm, I think it's great. I said I think it was great. I'm just wondering, what the hell was the point? <laughs> just one You're, None of them are backup dancers for Christina Aguilera. What, what's going on? That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true because there's, and there's, you know, 
Oh, I, there are some college college scholarships, I guess, if you're really good. You mentioned Christina yeah. Aguilera. You reminded me of J Lo. What's the transition now with A Rod, Pat, and are Glenn they back Taylor? Or no, not? no, 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 no. I meant no, as far I, as well, well, A Rod taking over. over. It's 30 days from April 10th, I think. So it's got to be May 10th. They they had a 30 day window to complete it. But I thought even after, if if it get, does get completed, Glenn's staying on to help in Glenn's some advisory staying on role for two uh, two years allegedly. But I think you, you are you wondering maybe if it's financed for a while so that. He doesn't get his final payment for two years, so oh. therefore he's hanging around. I don't know. But, you know, Carl Polad, I've said before, was going to keep Calvin and all the boys around, too. That was part of the deal. And they let Calvin come to the games, and the rest of them were out of there in about 20 minutes. So, oh. Sure. Yeah. So I, I I, don't I think that's just something they said. I, I, you okay. know, they'll, they'll take over if, if, they, if they come up with the one and a half right off the bat. Yeah. <sighs> Wow. One and a the half. The Timberwolves are worth a billion and a half. So I went and saw them boys on uh, those lads on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Fun game, Steph. Anthony Edwards went nuts to start of the fourth quarter, scored 15 points in five minutes. Cat, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, a lot of them played hard, a lot of enthusiasm. Four in a row. So you're watching them Saturday after, as the Wild are making the comeback of the season. These guys are just urinating another one away down the they're ten up with three minutes to go against a mediocre New Orleans team and they end up getting beat. But how Timberwolves will it be if they miss out on their top three protected pick after this miserable season because they won a few games at the end of the year? Yeah, but it's the odds are, you know, the the there's just Even if they finish yeah. with one of the three worst records, they only have a 40% chance. That's true, chance. of the yeah, lottery. The, yeah, odds that's are, true. the odds are strong. So wait a minute. You didn't miss, or you missed out on watching the brilliance of Rick Spielman maneuvering through the draft on Thursday? Here's my question. There I was, got one when you're done. I here's my question. <laughs> there was a motive in prior to 1998, maybe 2000, there was a motivation to watch the draft, right? Okay. Yes. Now there's none because you can find out who they picked 20 seconds after they pick them on social media. Oh, sure. So what the hell am I, what do I care? I want to see Roger Goodell hug somebody. I don't need that. Oh, it's great theater, though. Yeah, but what? What's the theater? Oh. You just look it up and see who they picked. I like when they had the phone. Like, oh, I wonder who he's talking to. Who's he on the phone with? I mean, there's no reason to, because it's instant. You know, sometimes they tell you who it is before they tell you on TV. That was the best year when all the reporters oh, yeah. were revealing the picks. There were about three years like that. They were in the NFL basically said, you can't come to 500 miles of us if you, uh, right. if you keep doing this. Because apparently a lot of those picks, they're, they're milking that clock for television alone. Because a lot well, of those picks a, were... A pro- it's, it's like people were somehow intercepting the messaging i think (laughs) that they're sending it into the office and these guys had access to the information it's not that dedicated it's not that was this considered a successful draft oh well we joe they got a some lineman from yeah they got a lineman we couldn't believe he was available we could not we were stunned (laughs) that he was available and uh and yeah, it was. I mean, Spielman always gets pretty good grades. But here's the. This is great grading, by the way, too. It's kind of like college now, you know. 
Uh, I think that uh, I saw some grades, 32 teams, and the B B minus was the worst anybody got. So, What did we get? Oh, I did we get an A? I don't, I don't know if we got an A. I will say this, though. I watched a play. We usually get an A. A couple of games. I do like the quarterback they took. That Mon kid from Texas A&M is going to be a good player, I think. Great for Kirk Cousins, though, because uh, I said this to Joe, uh, to, uh, to Judd today. You know what the difference between a, a, a baseball phenom who the public wants to play and he's not playing? You got him in St. Paul or you got him in... Rochester or something. Mm-hmm. He's not there in front of you in the arena, right? Sure. But if Kirk Cousins is sticking it out in the first half, get him out of there. There's the guy you want, yep. right? Yeah. There. Get him out of there. Standing right on the sidelines. Standing right on the sidelines. It's it's it. We can replace him instantly. We don't need a a, a train to come over from St. Paul with the guy or <laughs> fly him in from someplace. Boom. That's that's. It is the greatest controversy in history, though, when you can get a coach very wavering between one quarterback or the other. It's fantastic. Well, tell me, explain to me what's happening with Rodgers in Green Bay. Why does he have to pout now like this as a 37-year-old? Uh, yeah. They were 13-3 and three last year and sure right. went to the Super Bowl right. if the coach wasn't a moron. But I think, I don't know. I He's got the new girl, the new young gal in uh California. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? She was in. She was an actress. Fault she is an a, actress. She's in some of the worst. He lives in La Jolla. Yeah, he lives in La Jolla. Yeah, <laughs> yep. La Jolla. And uh, that she was in. She she isn't dropped Sh- dead. Shailen Woodley. Shailen Woodley, yeah. Woodley, and she was in some. I don't know. My wife got me to go to this movie, and she dies, or the guy dies. I can't remember. Somebody died. Teenage movie. Somebody dies. Right. A lot of weeping okay and uh that was her start but she's you know she's but danica introduced him to her oh boy so huh. he's a snake yeah. uh but uh but he's engaged to this one now. she does look a little bit like the uh the at&t gal the gal that does the at&t commercials i think she looks a little bit like her. I don't know who that is. Oh, you've seen those yeah. spots a million times. Yeah, the gal, uh, what's her name? My, Lily? Or, yeah, Lily, Lily. from... Uh, During the basketball tournament, you didn't see her at all? I don't pay any attention. I don't okay. know. I think she looks like um, Jessica Lawrence. Ooh. Jennifer Lawrence. Well, then I'd... I then still I'd have say an, I'm still trying to get an answer to my question. Well, what's his well, beef with Green Bay? Uh, a... They drafted a quarterback in the first round. In the first last round, year. and it wasn't so much they drafted a quarterback as he wanted another receiver or another somebody to help with the offense that that could, you know, he was out of weapons. He felt he ended up making Devontae Adams the best receiver in the league, but but he wanted there was all kinds of wide receivers around. I don't think they ever drafted one, did no, they? they? Or did maybe not. later on, and he was irritated about that and i think he was also irritated this is maybe his last shot to go to this back to the super bowl they're down uh eight points with what three and a half minutes to go and they kick the field goal. and they kick a field goal mm-hmm. and he has to spend the rest of the game standing on the sideline with his with his uh you know helmet hands off. in his pocket helmet off because they run out the clock they don't they get the ball back at all i can't i can't remember, remember if but, they did or not but the guy didn't go for the touchdown they were down near the goal line and the, and then a two-point conversion i think he was 
upset about that. I think he just maybe. I think he wants out of Green Bay. I, I also think he's heard just the, sick of Green Bay. I also heard that he apparently went to Murphy and said he wanted a new contract after winning the MVP, mm-hmm. and they said no, and that also fueled a lot well, of us too. Well, and if they said no about that, yeah, then he's yeah they he wanted. I mean, they can't. They can't. I guess they could extend it out, and then you know. Yeah, well, whatever it is, they're saying it looked like San Francisco was a f- perfect place to send him because he's from out there in uh, Northern California, but they didn't make the trade. Wouldn't they, that alter the division without him? Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, 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 yes. our boys are uh, favorites uh, yeah. with the, yep. if he's not around. So I feel sorry for this Jordan Love kid, though, if they uh, throw him in there and say, you know, uh, you know, go get him. All you got to do is replace the MVP who went 13-3 and three last but year. But it is interesting to see how this is playing out basically the same way it was happening with Favre and Rodgers, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah, except Rodgers had been there three years. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's the, true. Jordan Love wasn't – he didn't even dress last year. He was their third quarterback. He didn't even – That's true. He didn't – you know, he was – I don't know. That, you know who's their GM there, Joe? Gutenkunst. Goody's kid. Brian yep. Gutenkunst. I got news for Brian Gutenkunst. If they uh if they uh you know go seven and nine and he isn't around, he'll be out the door. Because oh, that yeah. Murphy, the team president, is a former player, right? Yes. And he thinks he's a this is all him. This is he's the he's the genius. I would love it though if he'd said, Well, you either trade me or I'm not playing, then he goes and hosts Jeopardy. And says, "Tell yeah, with well, you. He will. <laughs> I, I, I think he will not play. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. So, you think this fall he no, will not play? If Green Bay doesn't trade him, he will not play. What are the chances he's coming to the Vikes? Uh, I say esque. I say that uh, they trade Cousins and somebody else to Green Bay, and then Rogers and Barr can be roommates on the road. That'd be good." <laughs> <laughs> Barr, uh, he's still mad at Barr for yes, throwing him is. on the ground. Right, so. right. I don't know. He's it. This is sort of the start, maybe of uh, of the NFL trying to put all guys trying to put all star games. Uh, you know, all star teams. teams ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's the same philosophy of the NBA, though. I deserve to win. Mm-hmm. I deserve yeah. to win. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Is Okay, you know, when the when the Timberwolves don't win with Cat, none of it is Cat's fault. In fact, the media, if you read the national media, it's the Timberwolves aren't giving Cat the right players to win with. It's that that's the whole philosophy of the NBA. The 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 star player is never at fault. Mm-hmm. It's the player that it's because they haven't surrounded him with the right players. Wow. And that's not even the the biggest controversy surrounding quarterbacks, Pat and Joe. Did you guys see what happened earlier today? Who got arrested? No. Uh, who got arrested? Zach Wilson, who was the second overall pick by the New York mm-hmm. football Jets, he is under massive fire, you guys. Do you want to know why? Hmm. Why? He liked tweets calling for unity and supported former President Donald Trump. Really? The New York tabloids are going after this poor kid. Yeah. Well, how come they didn't find that out before the draft? I, apparently nobody, uh, or this just surfaced. I saw this first he's thing a, this morning. He's a Mormon from Utah. What do they expect? Well, and I, 
if if he comes out and apologizes or the team does, yeah. we are done. Yes, yeah, he should just ignore it. It'll go away. And I hope he does. Yeah, just ignore it. So, yeah, yeah you got to be careful on that social media. People are demanding an apology for this. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he liked a tweet? Yes. Cornerback well, Mike Hughes? Yes. We're not picking up his option. Oh, really? Well, he was... Uh, oh. Been Whoever hurt a lot. He, he was no. He was a number one. Yeah, first he was rounder. a first rounder. First rounder after yeah. yeah, failed first rounder. He's for, got the bad yeah. neck though, which isn't good yeah. for a football player. Even though we got the the defensive end who wants the biggest contract in the history of defensive ends, and he's got a bad neck and didn't play last year. I got to tell Danielle, Danielle, I'll give you a real nice contract, but I got to see you play first. You know. So. Yep. Anywho, anywho, when are we going to get you to a hockey game? I was I was complaining uh, earlier. I want more than three thousand people there. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, here's a completely sports related topic for MNST. On the May second airing of CBS Sunday Morning, there was a piece about two siblings who wondered as youth about squirting fruit. Dad said the process was called orbisculation. They used this term for a long time. The kid finally went to look up the word. Nope, the old man made it up. Well, Dad left this plane, and the kids wanted to honor him by attempting to get the word into usage with some success. Anyway, it's a good word and perfect for Patrick. I don't like orbisculation. 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 It's food that squirts from birds. So is it in the dictionary then? No, it's not a word. Okay. Orbisculation. Dad made it up. Well, good. Dad's got to be a clever guy. What was the other thing you were going to tell Pat after he was on the phone with us on Friday? You forgot. It was something. Uh, I don't know. It was Kentucky Derby related, I thought. Oh, we just had some nuggets. Oh, okay. Uh, How about the... uh, this little tiny horse that cost a thousand bucks. I was traveling. I didn't get to see it at all. Yeah, this another Baffert again. Baffert wins again. His what seventh title? Yeah. What they have for a crowd? They let in what ninety? I think they let in ninety. Did I see ninety? Half of the usual. Wow, ninety thousand. I thought they did. Holy I cow! I don't know if that 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 many showed up, but uh, mm. that Laurie and Julia didn't go though, so that oh that, no, that cut down on the crowd. They've, right, <laughs> they've gotten some bad hats and showed up for that. Thing. I was telling your uh, Kentucky Derby story the other day to some fellas uh, About, when you and the former manager went to. Weren't you down? Was the was no, the, that, no, that was the All Star game, but we went down and saw. Uh, st- uh, secretary. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, morning of the All Star game, I got him in the car at six. <laughs> I jacks the we manager. Drove down to the, we drove down to the Paris, Kentucky, and he and this uh, Seth Hancock, cock, Seth Hancock, huge baseball fan, and TK, and all he wanted to talk about was horses, and Seth right. wanted to talk about baseball. Well, we drive back. We were down there maybe three hours, and he got a horseshoe from uh, Spectacular Bid. Uh, you know, which he was won the derby. Bit, yeah. He was there too, and uh, secretary had ran over the fence and showed us his equipment, and it was right. just fantastic. Look so. what I got! Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. Retirement, <laughs> but like this is a little horse thing. Retirement, yeah. <laughs> lift up that hoof, like right. That. right? Right. <laughs> and but we come rolling back in about one o'clock in the morning, and there's like. Eight people from TV out front staring up and down the hallway. Where did the, where did he go? Where's yeah, the manager? Yeah, it's supposed to be this. So anyway, that was. All right, you going to the ball game tonight? 
Tomorrow night. I'll be there tomorrow, tomorrow night. I'm passing I gotta run to the bank. I, I get so worn out on my podcast day, I just can't go to the That's true. Yeah. That's true. Podcasts are very wearing, very wearing. So. <laughs> All right. All right. See you. See you later. See you later. For a beautiful lawn all season long, spring to fall, log on to ProfessionalTurf.com. You do that, you're going to be able to schedule this free no-obligation estimate uh, where a ProTurf Pro is going to walk your lawn and then design a three- to four-application treatment that they apply throughout the summer that gets rid of the weeds, keeps your yard thick and luscious, and it's that way until the snow flies again. Applications that are safe for you, the family, pets, the environment, uh, those kids that always cross your yard that you're yelling at, it's even safe for them. All you have to do is water and mow, and and I mean mow a lot. It really works. The GL staff is all signed up. 90% of you GLers are signed up. You should too. It's more popular than a COVID shot, and it's the best thing you could do for the health of your lawn. ProfessionalTurf.com. Since a couple of years after Leif Erikson arrived, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, outdoor adventures abound. Minnesota spans more than 86,000 square miles. It's great we can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure. With so many adventure options, it got us thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who has only one company, no options. At the Canopy Group, our guys at the Canopy Group and gals, we offer you more than 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 30 professionals. As your needs change, you should have options to continue to provide with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389 to get plenty of insurance options today. This is Reavers once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And Josh, has a very basic question for you. Do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk's clients, and that's Josh Arnold, by the way, they always know what they own. He has found out that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds, and there are real instances of people that are paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Josh begs of you, know what you own. You see, trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation with absolutely zero obligation. Call him at 952 925 once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold.